The war is finally over. New paths open to the lands of the Far East, known as Omindia. The once enslaved primitive humans that call Omindia home welcome the many races of Dolensheim with open arms. Settlements pop up for miles out from the western coasts inhabited by those people, and ships filled with farmers, fortune seekers, and family arriving every day. Rich new futures and strange new findings create a new rush for land and resources, personnel and inquisitive minds. Companies from the still struggling human Thailand kingdoms are now finding opportunity with every visit to this fantastical frontier. Halfling investors seek new prospects and are overflowing with new and exciting stories to trade with. Dwarven entrepreneurs and inventors see potential in these virgin lands for innovation and seek to revolutionize the world under their newfound technologies. Goblin adventurers seek fame and glory within the deepest unexplored parts of this new continent. Orcs find a new home among the ancient human population as their land in Dolenshine is still recovering from the atrocities of Elifael and his followers. The elves search for a past they have forgotten among the ruins of a once great empire. With every ship that lands on the shores of Omindia, news stories begin, old stories are burned away, and new terrors seek new prey. We begin late at night on the shores of Seamers Bay. It is a cold and foggy night. The street lights are illuminated with their magical glow, giving an orangish sort of hue to the walls and cobblestone streets. Seamers Bay wasn't really destroyed as much as Almond's Bay was many miles to the west. Seamers Bay has flourished under the new direction that the White Province has gone in. Somewhere down on the streets of this creepy-looking place is, well, she's an orphan now. That is a new thing for her, but she is making do. Aryla, you look around and you feel your pockets. They're as empty as they ever usually are. Um, specifically, empty of coin. You do have a full belly for the night, which is a rare, rare thing for you. But tonight, you know where you're going to get your next meal from. That's for sure. There's a house a couple blocks away. You've been st- staking it out for a handful of evenings. And you know one thing is for certain. There is a lot of money in this house. It's not that big. It's a couple stories, especially for Seamers Bay in the richest part of the districts that you are in. This isn't anything new to you. You've done B&E a handful of times, a few times with your mom even. But now you have to do it alone. And you have been for about a year. Nothing's new about that. What's new about this place in particular, though, is that it's incredibly easy. Almost too easy. 
you are making your way to this nice house, ready to receive your plunder for the evening. And in the morning, you'll find a fence, you'll get your coin, and you'll live out the rest of your week a little happier than last week. So, as you get close to this house, what are you doing? This is a pretty nice house. It is gated, uh, but the gate and the front door are only about 20 feet apart. Um, It's a rectangle building. Uh, There's six windows on one side of the house, six windows on the other side of the house. It's a very uh, southern-looking kind of house. Okay. Um, The next-door neighbors to these people are very close, so their roofs are very close to each other. None of the lights are on. It looks like a very quiet and still abode. I can literally just choose anything. You can do whatever you want. I'll go in through the windows, if that's allowed. Oh, yeah, of course it is. Which windows are you talking about? Second floor, first floor? Can you repeat that? Uh, Yeah. Like the how the layout? Uh, So imagine a uh, long ways rectangle building. Um, that has six windows on either side of, uh, a a pretty nice door. Um, there's going to be, uh, two windows on, um, the bottom floor, two windows on the top floor on both sides, eight windows. I'm sorry. Not, not six, eight windows. That does not check out. out. Yeah. Uh, Um, so, so which window (laughs) were you, were you thinking of? The one on the front. The one on the front. Okay. Uh, I want you to roll me a stealth check. Okay. Which dice is that? That's going to be a d20. Uh, it's going to be uh, on D&D Beyond. You're going to have to scroll down on your skills and you'll see the I stealth. I found it. D20? Yes. Uh, right. You can actually just click the plus four and it'll do the math for you. So I just do d20, click it once, and then hit roll. And then add four to that. Oh, okay. So Six. Six? I got a two, so I add four, so six. Okay. Uh, so you've done this better in, in the past. This was not the cleanest. Oh. But don't worry. The, it's not that big of a deal because this house is dead. Like, mm. even when you made this too loud of a click, <laughs> it uh, it didn't register to anyone. Like, cool. even if it echoed throughout the uh, empty alleyways and streets behind you, there's no more activity in the house. I wouldn't worry about it. I'm so you pull yourself into the house uh, and you land on a very nice wooden floor. In front of you is sort of a dining area. It has a pretty nice table with uh, four chairs around, uh, candelabras all over uh, the uh, hearth that's uh, to your left. Um, and uh, a running table, a serving table, or whatever you want to call it, uh, on mm-hmm. the far end of the room. Uh, nothing's on it uh, other than a nice little running cloth, and clearly this place is decorated very well. Mm-hmm. Uh, you make your way through. Uh, I'm going to give you one more uh, stealth roll as you move through the uh, the house. Okay. And always add four. 
Uh, yeah, you can actually, uh, if you look at your stealth um, in your skills column. Yeah. Oh, I see. Okay. Yeah, you can just yeah. click the plus four oh, and it'll do it for you. You can just click on that. Mm-hmm. Okay. Nine. Nine. Okay. Uh, these floors are not the oh my God. nicest. They are creaking. Uh, <laughs> it's it's not uh, it's not the hardest thing to get uh, to get over, but you finally make it over uh, to the far end of the room and look through uh, to the kitchen. You also see uh, on your right uh, through a tiny archway that uh, there's a staircase that leads up and you know anyone worth their money is going to hide it on the second floor. So you're going to make your way up to the second floor. And although the stairs are a bit creaky, you do manage to make it up there. And again, this house is dead. There can't possibly be anyone in it. So nothing is really registering. Even if you are making a little bit of noise, it's not that bad. Mm-hmm. On the landing, uh, you have two directions. One direction is a closed door. The other direction is a small archway that leads into a uh, longer hallway uh, that leads to more doors. Which direction would you like to go? The one with the closed door, the single one. Wonderful. So uh, you reach out and uh, you pull on the handle, but it doesn't budge because it is locked. Mm-hmm. Now you have the ability to unlock this. Would you like to do that? Yes. Wonderful. Right above the uh, stealth uh, check is sleight of hand. It's a little bit lower for you, yeah. but uh, go ahead and, and roll that for me. I got an 18. 18. Look at that. Ooh. Okay. So. Uh, you pull out your little uh, lock picking kit. Uh, you put the uh, the pins in, and real quick, real easy, nice, nice and simple. You mm-hmm. pull open the door, and inside is an honestly too big of a bedroom. It takes up a quarter of this house. <laughs> uh, inside, you can't really tell what's going on because the decoration is. Uh, a little bit overwhelming, especially for uh, someone of your, let's just say, status. <gasps> <laughs> so uh, we are going to have you do a perception check. Perception check is a bit uh, higher up. You can also do an investigation check. Uh, one will give you some information. Another will give you a different type of information. Um, I'll do perception, I think. Go for it. Got six. Six. So, um, the bed, uh, definitely is not made. Uh, it's the one thing that's sort of out of place, uh, in this whole area. Um, but, uh, on the nightstand, uh, you do notice that, uh, it, it's just as nice. I mean, like there's a, a nice little box, uh, that looks like a lockbox, something that would be perfect for your cloak. Mm. Uh, there's also a dresser um, on the other side of the room uh, that you're sure has other stuff in it. Um, but there is one thing that sort of glints in the light that's coming through from the street lights outside. It looks like a coin, 
not a normal coin that you guys are used to that proliferated your life for the past, you know, however old you are. It's circular. It's a little bit bigger than a normal gold coin is, but it is certainly a gold coin. It would be just a simple process to put it in your pocket, but you have a lot to take from this room and you can choose what to take. Oh my God. So this thing is outside. Yeah, it's next or to the Or I lockbox. stay in this room and loot whatever I can. Yes. And remember, okay. you got to eat tomorrow. Tonight might be fine, but eat. tomorrow you have no money. Whew. Can you give me this, the description of the room like real quick, like sure. again, sure. one more time? Uh, so you're coming in um, to the room on... Uh, uh, this is going to be the east side of the house. Mm-hmm. Uh, you are looking in. Um, so directly to your right is uh, a pretty big portrait of something you can't see because it's too dark in here. Um, it's a pretty big portrait. It's not, you know, floor to ceiling, but it's big. Mm-hmm. Um, a little bit to the left of that is the nightstand that I mentioned that has the uh, lockbox on it and the uh, odd gold coin next to the lockbox. And of course, next to the nightstand is the bed. It is a very big bed, but it is also unmade. Uh, There is another nightstand on the far end. That one just has uh, what looks like a book and uh, a lamp on it. Then uh, at the other end of the room is a dresser. There is, of course, going to be stuff in the dresser for you to take. It might be harder to sell and it might not be as much uh, money, but there's definitely going to be something in there for you. And then um, almost directly in front of you against the wall is a uh, another uh, smaller fireplace and a mirror above it. There's nothing uh-huh. on the fireplace except for a candelabra with a couple of burnt candles. You know what? I'm going to go and get that weird looking thing outside. Uh, yeah. Uh, this was uh, just the light coming in from the outside. Oh, yeah. Uh, it was glinting. Yeah, that choice. Yes, it was glinting off of uh, something on the... You mean the coin? Yes, yes. Okay, did you... Whatever want the, the second option was. Sure. Uh, I, I will let you do that. Go ahead and give me one more sleight of hand check. All right. Got a six. Six. Good enough. It's just a coin. You uh, take it off of uh, the uh, <laughs> you take it off of the nightstand and you look at it. It is a little weird. It's it's heavier than it looks. Um, it's actually a lot heavier than it looks. But you know you're able to slip it inside your pocket. Did you want the uh, lockbox as well? Did you want to try and open the lockbox and look inside? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's so funny. <laughs> so give me another uh, sleight of hand check for uh, unlocking this. We got a 13. Ooh, 13. Uh, it's a little bit more finicky because the lock is tinier, but you're you're able to do this. You've done this a dozen times before. So you open the lockbox and inside, yeah, this is the mother load. This is going <gasps> to be pearls and jewels. Uh, a lot of feminine-esque uh, jewelry and oh. uh, earrings. Uh, it's sort of disheveled you're not quite sure why and you really don't have time to wonder why um but uh you look inside you give yourself a big old smile you close it up and slip it inside your coat anything else you want to do in here um 
Can I go through the dresser? Yeah, sure. Go for it. Okay. Uh, this one is going to be a stealth check because it's a big old heavy, loud thing. So. Okay. Oh, gosh. A nine. Nine. Okay. Good enough for me. Uh, you pull open the top dresser and yeah, inside is a, a smaller um, jewelry box. Uh, this one actually has like a, a glass lid on top uh, that has even more jewels inside, even more uh, pearls and earrings and uh, bracelets. Um, this one sort of looks like the auxiliary thing. Yeah, yeah. Uh, not as often worn, maybe more heirloom kind of thing. Uh, and of course, there's clothes and stuff inside. Um, but you have a huge haul, something worth easily a thousand gold pieces on you right Ooh. now. Maybe more if you I talk did. to the right guy. Okay. What do you want to do? Um, was there a nightstand I could look through or no? Uh, there, there was another nightstand if you wanted to check it. Sure. We'll uh, do that. Uh, give me instead an investigation check. 19 19 jesus <laughs> uh okay so yeah you uh <laughs> you look at the other uh nightstand um there isn't really too much on it uh but there is a letter on it <gasps> can i read it yes you can <laughs> Uh, so it's a little bit difficult to read in this light, but you're able to sort of angle it so that the light from outside is coming through the window on the letter. And mm -hmm. the letter actually doesn't say much. Uh, you see the signature on the bottom. It's just LG. Mm -hmm. And um, the letterhead is uh, a symbol that you're unfamiliar with but you do recognize it from the front door above the front door of this very house. Maybe the symbol of the, the family that lives here or whoever lives here. Okay. Uh, the letter itself uh, says that the money has gone through and everything should be fine. Her remains will be scattered at home. And uh, then it just says LG. Sketchy. Okay. Um, I think I'm ready to go. I'm a little bit scared. I sure. think I'm ready to get out of here and, you know. Not a problem. Do my, I did good. You did. I'm, you did real I'm good. I'm very happy. You did real good. Uh, okay. Give me, uh, well, tell me first, how are you getting out? Ugh. I'm on the second floor right now. Yeah. Now you're on the second floor. Um. Can I like sneak out the the window that's in that room and just kind of like get out that way? Sure. Is there okay? I'll yeah, do yeah. that. Not a problem. Uh, this window is uh, unlocked, luckily, because it's the second floor. So you know you wouldn't assume that someone would come through the second floor window. Give me a stealth check, though. Five. Wonderful. Okay. So you open the window. And you start to climb out. Um, you're making a little bit too much noise. Maybe it's the stuff in your pockets. Maybe <laughs> it's your confidence. Maybe it's a little bit of hubris now that you have a lot of money potentially in, in on your person. Um, and you climb down the lattice uh, work on the side of this house. Um, and you hit the ground 
your smile is just as big as it was inside the room uh, when you hear a voice behind you. <gasps> oh, no. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> So I'm so scared. So, oh, no, sorry. <laughs> this is an interesting situation, I would say. <laughs> and you turn around and you see a halfling standing there in a bathrobe and slippers. <laughs> he has a shit-eating grin on his face. <gasps> something that is a little weird considering what he just caught you doing. Yeah. And he looks up at you. He's he's much shorter than you are, but he doesn't care. And he looks up at you and he says, Now, I saw you walking to my house and I saw you climbing into my window. And I saw you in my dining room, and I saw you on the stairs, and I saw you in my bedroom, and I gotta say, I would have done it a little better than you. Now, I'm older. I'm much older than you are. Now, sometimes age means experience, but also it could mean, you know, being better. Here's the deal. All that stuff that you took, it's fine. I don't care. I have so much other stuff that you could just have it. But this, and he reaches inside of his uh, robe pocket and he pulls out the coin that you took from the side table. Now this, you can't have. This is mine. However, I don't... I don't like to see... I don't like to see you work so hard and get nothing from it. So, instead, I... I want to offer you something that I think you need. Now, I noticed that you don't have an insignia on your cloak or on your person. And then he starts moving his hands in a weird way that you don't understand. And he sort of recognizes that you don't understand what he just did. And he says, yeah, and you don't know thieves can't. So you're not with the guild. And that's fine. The guild is full of assholes. They're idiots. And they really don't know how to make money. They think they know how to make money, but they don't know how to make money. So instead, I want to offer you a job, something that will actually pay decent money for the talents that you actually have. As I said, I am getting old, all right? I can't do the same things that I used to be able to do, the things that you seem to be able to be pretty good at. Not the best, there's room for improvements, but I can't pick a lock anymore. My hands, they're too fat now. I don't know. Maybe it's the food. Who knows? (laughs) But what's important is that I want to give back to you. Alright? I've started this thing. I... Have I... Have I said my name yet? I'm sorry. Ah, Where are my manners? My name is Tavar Longgrass. And I have a business proposition for you.
It's okay to be stunned in silence. That's fine. When somebody sees somebody as, well, handsome as I am. This fucking guy. It makes sense that they would be stunned in the silence. Now, I am one of the absolute richest halflings you will ever meet. And I have used this money. Well, in the past, I used it for very bad things. But now I've used uh, my, my ill-gotten gains, let's say, to start something that I believe in. I truly believe in. And I have a handful of people already willing to work for me. We've started this thing called the Frontiers Fortune Foundation. All right? It's amazing. We're going to go, go over to Omindia, and we're going to find all these riches and gold, and I will pay you to work for me. It might be dangerous, but it will be exciting. What do you say? How can I trust you? You can't. But then again... <laughs> I did just watch you climb the lattice work on the side of my house with pockets filled with my mother's things. And I said, that's fine. I don't care. Keep them. She's dead. She's not going to use them. But I want to use your talents. And trust me when I say that this house, this is nothing compared to what's waiting for us in the Mindia. You can be there. You can have your own wing. I don't even care. I have plans for Omindia, and I want you a part of them. Why did you leave a note at this house? He looks at you a little bit concerned now. <laughs> okay. Well, now I definitely know you're not with the guild, because the guild knows... That letters, especially personal letters, are off limits. That's fine. That was a personal letter that I have yet to send to mm. a brother. Okay. Yeah. So, as I said, work with me. You will be my right-hand woman. We will get amazing things from that new land. You'll be rich, as rich as you want to be. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. What's up? What, what, uh, what's going through Elrila's head right now? She's conflicted. <laughs> She's conflicted. Okay. Okay. She doesn't trust people. So I feel like it would be out of character, but like, is he literally going to kill me if I say no? I don't think he is, but like. <laughs> but you could also go to jail for a very long time. There is that. Mm. If you say I'll no, just... I might not be very happy about that because here's the, here's <gasps> the thing. I don't even know your name and maybe I should ask, but what's more important is that I see potential in you. I see you being more important there than you are here. I can tell that your life isn't easy here. My life wasn't easy when I started. I was doing the same things that you were doing right now. And look at me. Look at what I have. It's because I was smart with my money and I took the opportunities that came to me. This is an opportunity for you. 
You might not trust me and that's fine. We don't have to trust each other. All we have to do is pay each other and get money. Let's do it. Let's do it. I like you. I like you already. What's your name, girl? I'm Elryla. Elryla. Beautiful name. <laughs> and he sort of like walks closer to you and like Ooh. explains his plan. Are you guys sending me rocket raccoon <laughs> yes. stuff? Yes. <laughs> sounds like rocket raccoon. Sounds like I'm rocket like raccoon. I'm laughing because of what's happening and I'm scared. <laughs> <laughs> I'm getting mad Dutch vibes from Red Dead right now. <laughs> oh my god, yes. <laughs> okay. All right. I am a plan. All right. <laughs> no, no, you said it wrong. <laughs> I had a goddamn plan. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> Say it like that. <laughs> Sugar Daddy Rocket Raccoon. <laughs> I need money. So, okay. let's see. Where are we going to go next? <gasps> All right. We are traveling south, far south, far south. Is it south? Yes. Mm. Hundreds of thousands of islands fly by us in an instant. You're not even sure if it's an island or just a big rock. And then there's huge islands with a volcano on it, some that are just beautiful and perfect locations. And then we get to one. It's a pretty nice sized island. There's a small town and on top of a hill is a wonderful looking temple. It's a nice little place, kind of small, but for the island, it's a pretty decent size. It is a temple of the stars of the brilliant light. These people have worked their entire lives to better the world in any way they can. And in Thade, the island nations of Thade, there is no end to the betterment that these people can do. Their life philosophy is to make the world a better place by any means necessary. And sometimes that does include violence, but mostly it just includes a big smile and a helping hand. And that is where we find a ship docked right outside the town, next to it. And all of a sudden, there's a gunshot and a scream. Okay. Pogo, I need you to do me something. Where's Pogo? Oh, Popo. Popo, -po. <laughs> po -po, sorry, Popo. Popo. -po. I was like, who the hell is Pogo? Who the suspecting my name already? <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, I need you to make uh, an initiative roll. You see that thing uh, right in between uh, your walking speed and your armor class? Uh, looking for that right now, yes. Yes, click uh, that. Walking speed. It's a plus uh, zero. Plus zero, yeah, initiative. Click that. All right. What'd you get? Three. Three. All right. So, on the deck of this ship, it's a pretty nice ship, but 
now it's a little bit on fire. There is a, a moving but definitely injured paladin of the Temple of the uh, Stars of the Brilliant Light. He is definitely hurt. Popo, you see this. He's on the ground. He's bleeding from his stomach. He is not doing well. But above him is a huge ogre. This ogre is so big, you're pretty sure he's messing with the buoyancy of the boat he's standing on, that you're standing on. He is in front of you with a sword that is easily as tall as you are and almost half your weight. He is angry. There is blood coming from his mouth. Clearly the paladin has done some damage, but not enough. He has just shot your friend in the chest. The ogre looks at you, roars with intensity. What do you do? I, being the man that I am, yes, decide to take him on. All right, do it. Guessing I roll an attack or strength. Yes, you do. You roll your sickle attack. And I guess that's hit in DC. Yep, hit in DC and let me know what that number is. A one, so that makes five. A five. So you slash out with your sickle and it just tings off of this ogre's armor and he laughs. You have still a bonus action to do if you want to. And again, your friend is bleeding out next to you. I think I'll, I think I'll heal. Hmm. Good choice. Go ahead and use that spell slot and then roll uh, that uh, effect. I guess where it says effect. Another one. So that makes three. Three? You know what? At level one, three is like most people's half of their health. So don't worry about it. You do uh, three points of healing, and uh, you actually say your uh, sacred word. Um, and yeah, he, uh, he pops right up and he's like, Popo, thank you, friend. Let us kill this thing. Uh, and he goes to make an attack. He makes a 15 attack. And again, it bounces right off of this guy's armor. This guy is heavy, thick. You're going to have to do more than 15. He a thick boy. He a thick boy. So, it is the ogre's turn. He looks at you and realizes that you just healed his prey. And he takes a swing. That swing is going to be a 12. Does that 12 hit your armor class? No, it does not. So, you lift your shield up and you block this magnificently huge sword. And it takes you a step back, but you're able to zizi. It's your turn. What are you doing? I think, I think I'm going to light him on fire. You're going to oh, light him on fire. Oh. All right. That is oh. <laughs> So you know what? This isn't working. Fire. Uh, sure. <laughs> yeah, you are definitely within range. Uh, so go ahead and do that. Passing that. And with the effect, three and a three and a five. So that's 11. All right. Uh, so, yeah, this this motherfucker starts catching on fire. And he's like... Uh, he does not like being on fire. 
Weird. Uh, yeah, it's weird, right? It's super weird. I, I, I can't. I don't understand that. I'll get it. Uh, so yeah, he he catches on fire, and uh, you see the embers of of your spell sort of like going out on your fingertips uh, as your friend goes again for his attack, hitting him. Or does he hit him? Hold on. Uh, no, no, he does not. Uh, <laughs> your friend is uh, not as cool as you, clearly. Uh, so he tries to hit, and again, it just bounces off this on-fire ogre. Uh, the ogre now is uh, in pain, uh, not doing well, but uh, he is still going to try to attack you one more time. He is going to roll, ooh, a 17. Oh, oof. Does that hit? Uh, ha, ha, ha. <laughs> I have a 16. Yes. Oh, shit. So it does hit. <laughs> so he is going to do six points of damage. Now, in the corner where it says your HP, if you click on that, or your hit points, rather, uh, it'll be a nine. If you click on that, you can actually take hit points away and take damage six. healing uh yeah it's gonna be damage and so damage to six yeah or nine yeah okay it changes wonderful that would literally kill me <laughs> it is now your turn okay let's see i will do Another sickle attack, because I do think it. this time. I'm sure you can do it. He is on fire, so that'd be easy. Yeah. And I roll a four, which gives me six. It's not quite enough, but that's fine, because his burning effect has done five more damage. And he is so much in pain that all he can do on his turn is scream out in pain. Your friend goes for one more attack and this time finally hits him with his short sword. It doesn't do too much damage, but boy, howdy, is there a lot of blood. One more time, Popo, it's your turn. I'm gonna do a final attack. I'm gonna finish this off. You can finish this off, my man. And I get an 11, which gets me up to 15. 15, yes, yes, that does it. With your sickle, how are you going to kill this giant ogre? Oh, simple. I'm gonna cut him where it hurts. The genitalia. Oh. What the fuck? <laughs> Don't do Shrek like this. Don't do Shrek us. like this. He thinks he thinks he's cocky enough to attack us, so I'm gaining him where his pride is. Oh my god. <laughs> cut off that winner. Okay. Uh that's exactly what happens. Um <laughs> God damn it. So, okay. Uh, so you make this killing blow in his penis and <clears throat> like a hot knife through butter, it just slice, slices right off. Oh. And you hear a ting, 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 ting as it hits the floor. Oh. And oh, wait. it comes back to you. You're not on a ship. Your friend is totally fine. As a matter of fact, you saw him, what, 20 minutes ago, meditating somewhere? 
No, you're not on a ship, and that isn't actually an ogre. That was a training dummy that you, well, you took off its penis, or what would represent its penis is a matter is just really a cod piece that they put on this training dummy. And you hear the voice of your uncle behind you. It's like, yes, very in, well, it was good. I will say it was very good. Um, interesting way to uh, finish the foe. Was that his penis that you cut off? Yes, but I only did it for one specific reason. Uh, why is that? Because you're getting too cocky, uncle. You think I wouldn't realize at this point that you're testing me. Okay, okay. I mean, that's true. Okay. You're smarter than you look, you know. Of course, I'm your nephew. <laughs> yes. Uh, and behind you, you see your smiling uncle. Uh, so I've been trying to cons like think of what he looks like, and I can only come up with this. Do you guys know the meme? They're like backpacking in, uh, in this like forest area, and the camera pans over to the smiling dude, and he just says, okay. Yeah. That guy? <laughs> oh, my God. Okay. Wonderful. It's him. Like straight up. Him, but muscly. And Wonderful. He has pretty dark skin, uh, pretty wide nose. He would have uh, uh, puffy lips, but they are constantly smiling. So they're just stretched across his big smiling face. Uh, you don't think he knows how to frown. He's just a smiley dude. And he smiles at Popo and says, well, okay, so you cut off the ogre's penis. What exactly was your next move? What if that didn't kill him? Simple. Punch him in the dick. The the dick that you cut off? I, I am not following, <laughs> nephew. See, I would punch him in the dick because then he has to watch me beat him off. <laughs> oh, God. I see. I see. All right. I mean, and then it's... hit him with the dick. <laughs> it is uh, unorthodox. Let's say that. Um, but you are the warrior in this instance. Uh, I am. I'm, I'm glad that we could teach you so much about how to cut dicks off, nephew. Do you know why we do the things we do? Yeah, of course. We do things to help people, make sure prosperity occurs, not throughout the islands of Thadian, but throughout the world, to make that sure true. that we make the world a better place and teach them at the same time that we mean something that is true. that's bigger than our just cause. And do you know where we get our healing abilities? We get it through our divine processes of faith and belief within ourselves and our community. Well, that is definitely one way of thinking of it. But more specifically, we get it from the star's light. Not only our own star, our sun, but we get it from the countless other stars in the night sky. That is where the light that shines on us comes from. That is the light that we are referring to. Now, nephew... Do you believe that the ogres, does the light shine on them as well? Light shines on all. And he smiles, my he smiles even bigger. 
He's like, yes, but, it does. But when it comes to my friends, no light can protect anyone. <laughs> now that, that deserves to be put in stone. Nephew, you are one of the best students I have ever taught. When you came to me when you were young, I, well, you were tiny and brash. I was not looking forward to teaching you, but you proved me wrong time and time again, not only through your studies in the library, but in the studies that you have done here in the training pits. You have learned so much about how the body works and how, well, how to cut off penises that I am proud to call you my nephew. And I wish your mother could see you. I do. But it is what it is. Now, all that being said, I, um, I have been trying to find the words to bring this up to you. But there is no better way to say it other than I want you to experience the world from a different place. There is a, a foundation being started on the mainland of Dolinsheim. Um, they set sail from Seamers Bay in a few days, and I want you to be on that boat with them. What is Popo thinking oh. right now? Popo is interested, but at the same time, accepting. He's accepting of what his uncle wishes, but at the same time, frightful of what will become of his home after he leaves. He worries if things will change, if he is going to be the same person he always has been, okay. if he's even going to want to come back. Uh, do you voice these concerns to your uncle? No. Okay. He takes a deep breath and says, I'm okay with it. Let us go ahead. I will ready myself for the travel. Uh, by the way, your uncle's name is P uh, Picel. Picel. Yeah. Mm. Picel, Popo. Mm. Yeah, right. <clears throat> it's like, okay, yes. Uh, I am, I'm glad to see your resolve in this. Um, I, I'm actually sort of surprised that you so quickly decided to do this. Uh, but no matter, it, it, is, it is what it is. Um, one of the reasons why I chose you is not only because you are, well, my nephew and one of the best students we've ever had here, but um, I know that when you get to Omindia, that you will be able to spread the light to even the darkest corners of that, well, unknown land. Will you do that for us? I will do as I must, for fate will bring us all to where we need to be. Yes. No truer words have been spoken. I appreciate you. And maybe in a few months when you have your legs and maybe a place to stay for your old Uncle Paisel, I can come visit you on Omidia. But as it is I, right now, yes? I would be welcomed to that idea. Yes. As it is right now, um, the ship for Seamus Bay should be leaving in the morning. Um, so gather your things. You have quite a journey ahead of you. 
As you wish, Uncle. We slide away from there, and we travel north, and then east, a bit. This is going to be in the Three Kingdoms. Yes. The Three Kingdoms are the governmental hub of uh, the Thailand area of Dolensheim, which is the human-controlled area of Dolensheim. The three kingdoms, one of them including the Godwin kingdom now. It is a bustling place filled with tens and tens, maybe hundreds of thousands of people in that third of its kingdom. Uh, It is a family with history, some good, some bad, but... It is definitely a powerhouse when it comes to governments. Inside this castle, it is a beautiful place, beautifully decorated and crawling with personnel, guards, dukes, duchesses, and a prince. His name is Silas Godwin. He looks a little bit like his, well, a lot like his twin sister, and a little bit less like his brother, the king, the current king. Regina, his sister, however, is sort of the the behind-the-scenes person for the kingdom. But Silas, well, his life is sort of boring. He isn't going to be king. He's not really going to be anything unless he wants to be. And as he's sitting there, sort of just pondering that, I need you to roll me a dexterity saving throw. Plus two. 16, so 18. Ooh, very nice. (laughs) But not good enough. Oh, fuck you. (laughs) Small hammer coming directly towards your knee and impacts (laughs) with the force it doesn't do any damage, but your knee does pop. <laughs> it's like, oh, I am so sorry. Did that hurt? I'm sorry. What What was that for? Uh, oh, I'm I'm testing your reflexes. May I? You could have said that before you did it. Well, that's not how you test reflexes. Whatever. Um, may I? Yeah. And a little hammer comes directly at your knee again, and your knee pops up again. It's like, okay, very good, very good, yes, yes, okay. Now, um, your uh, Mr. Godwin or Silas, I, I do not know. I think you're supposed to refer to me as your prince, since I am the prince. Of course, uh, Prince Godwin, your body looks completely healthy. There is nothing wrong with your body. Um, we will be going over a questionnaire, but uh, do you have any questions for me before we begin? No. No. All right. Well, um, in that case, and he picks up a a stack of papers in a folder and pulls a a, a 
a pen from his uh, coat pocket and he says, all right, let's begin. Uh, What is your age? 24. 24, yes. And uh, do you uh, drink alcohol, any alcohol throughout the day or week? Yes. Okay, no problem. And how much uh, do you drink on average, of course? Not very much, just dinners. Ones or two maybe drink a day? Am I supposed to keep track of that? Well, no, I, this is just for I don't know, one, records. maybe two a day. Okay, one or two a day. All right. Do you smoke? No. No smoking. All right. Uh, are you active? Do you run? Do you exercise? Are you serious? Uh, very serious, yes. Yes. Yes, okay. Good, good. Exercise is good. It is uh, good for the chest, okay? Okay. Uh, now, um, the uh, reason you called me here, what, uh, what was that exactly? I can't sleep. Can't sleep. Okay, okay. Can't sleep. Yes, yes, yes. That makes sense. Well, I will tell you what I tell many duchesses and duchess, uh, duchess throughout uh, the lands, uh, and that is... You need to relax, Prince Godwin. It's more important that you relax than that you take on the weight of the world. Hmm? Yes. So, what I would suggest you do is every morning, make sure you go for a run. All right? I know you exercise. I know you do. But make sure it is a vital thing in your day. Yes? Go for a run. Go for a run. Hmm? In Outside, too. The sun. Apparently, the sun is a very good thing. There are studies coming out now saying the sun, the light of the sun on your skin itself is good for you. I don't know how exactly. I haven't read the study, but I hear good things. Yes? So, outside, running around, fresh air, big breaths, okay? Okay. Then, maybe cut down on the drinking a little bit. Okay, just a bit. Also... Good meals, all right? No sugars. Cut the sugars out, huh? Come on, Silas. You are young, okay? You have to live. So good meats, good vegetables, fruits even, okay? Okay? That's your medical advice. Yes! Why not? Relax throughout the day. Make sure that you are having a good time with yourself, okay? That is the most important thing that you can do. Did Regina send you? No, I... Uh, I mean, yes. Of course, Regina. Of course she did. You can leave. Oh, but we are not done. Yes, we are. Well, no. As I am the doctor, I do not believe we are. All right? Okay, so. The last thing I will tell you to do is when you go to bed. All right? Make sure you go to bed around the same time every day. Okay? And make sure you wake up at the same time every day. In a few weeks, this will all go away. Right, so do everything that I've already been doing. I mean, yes, but more focused, all right? Right. Hmm. All right. Are you done? I I suppose I am. And he just gets up and leaves. So, you are in a uh, very large castle. This is the sort of uh, uh, medical area of, of the castle. And Regina is sort of down the hall uh, looking sheepish at you. Really? 
Yeah. Exercise. Exercise. It's. I do that every day, Regina. <sighs> Look, I, I don't know why. All right, but this is protocol. He treated me like a child. I am not a child. I know you're not a child. All right, so we're the same age. It's fine. What I'm trying to get at is that, look, our big brother has his whole kingdom to deal with, okay? Me, I have everything else to deal with. The fact that you can't sleep it sucks. But... I'm not making this anyone else's problem. I just told you I'm having a hard time sleeping and you bring in this quack to tell me to Quack, exercise? he's the best doctor oh, in the land. He told me to exercise. Regina. Is he wrong? I do exercise. Uh, what do you think I do outside all day for all right. four hours? I don't know what you do outside all oh, day for four hours. Right. Okay. Okay. So we have a lot of work to do around here. Okay. How about this? How about a hobby? Huh? Hey, a look. Hobby. Hey. I have a friend, all right? She is, she's a lot of fun. She's a duchess, all right? She's super smart, okay. super talented, no, but I'm not, I'm not trying to set you up. No, 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 it's not like that. What I'm saying is that when she was younger, she was having the same sort of problems. You were restlessness. She wasn't going to be queen. She wasn't going to be anything higher than a duchess. So what did she do? What, hey, what did she do? She picked up a bow and arrow, all right? She picked up a bow and arrow, and now she is... Literally, one of the best in the kingdom. She teaches other soldiers how to bow an arrow. Whatever you... Shoot. I think that's it. Pick up a hobby. All right? Pick have fun. I. You have I no care. obligations, Silas. Oh, come. Of course I do. Name one. Okay. I, mm. I train all day. That's not an obligation. That's yes, just it is, a fun thing soldiers. to do. That's not fun. It's not fun. I'm not going to be the king. That's fine. I don't care about that. You should know that better than anyone. I don't care about that. That's why. I, that's not why I can't sleep. You know why I can't sleep, and you never take me seriously when I tell you. Yeah, because it's oh, it's fucking ridiculous. It's not ridiculous. I. <sighs> you read the same book I did. Yeah. So. And you don't think it's a grandpa little weird? was a fucking insane person. He was insane, but what happened to dad? Dad probably went down the same road you're going down now, thinking oh, that something God. was wrong when nothing was wrong. Okay, something was clearly wrong. Okay, you and I both know that. Something was clearly wrong. Yeah, he wasn't here for mom. Oh, come. That's not what it was. You know that's not what it was. He couldn't handle being king. He couldn't handle having a queen that actually wanted something in her life. And then he had three kids. So you're blaming mom. I'm not blaming mom. It like of course, I'm not mom. blaming mom. Whatever. What I'm blaming is his obsession. All right. Now, I, I don't have time to talk about this. Okay. I have a meeting in three hours with somebody that I haven't wanted to talk to since I was 13, and now he's back for some fucking reason. Who is it? It's it's nobody. He's a halfling asshole. Okay. If you won't do a hobby, then. Find something. Right now, your brother and I have incredible work to do, all right? We have a kingdom to bring out from the brink of destruction. What what dad did almost destroyed us. And you don't want to know why. I don't care why. You don't care what. I care about what happens tomorrow, all right? And I'm trying to figure out what happened yesterday so we can prevent what happens tomorrow. 
nothing's going to... All right. You don't know no, that. No, I'm not getting in this okay, argument with whatever. you again, Silas. Find something to do and I'll see you at dinner, okay? Okay, sorry. Didn't mean to ruin your whole day, Regina. And she walks off. What do you do? Throw a small tantrum in the hall <laughs> as soon as she's gone. No, I'm kidding. Um, I am just going to go to the courtyard and see if my uh, training dude is there. The captain of the guard. Uh, okay, so you that. actually are able to go to like uh, this balcony and look down and yeah, he's there. Is he busy? Is he already training people? Yeah, he's training a couple people. Okay. All right. Well, I'm going to make my way down there. Maybe pass by. See if Phineas is actually busy. He's probably busy. He's the king now. Right. So, um, yeah, you uh, step uh, step into the uh, king's chambers. Um, uh, you're able to, like, look around and look into his chambers. And he is there... Um, holding a piece of paper and practicing a speech sort of under his breath. I think if you use real words, it makes a real speech. Silas, I... I was this close. I had it. I was this close. And then your fucking voice. Did you talk to Regina? Yes, I did. Yeah? She yelled at you? I, when does she not? Good. Good? Yeah. Good. You guys are both on this. How was the doctor? He treated me like I was five. How old are you? 24. Really? Come on. Yeah, you look five. Well, Sound five. Okay. Might be five. I'm not five. You talked to you like you were five. What? What do you need? Nothing. All right. I need a lot. So... Unless you're going to get me all those things that I need. Okay, what do you need? Oh, good. Um, well, I need the taxes from the upper... The you don't care. The taxes? Yeah. We just keep taxes in a room? No, the marshal has not given them over yet because we have not sent a couple of troops down to his little podunk area and uh, helped him with what he says is an incursion... Of Thieves Guild, stealing everything from everyone. And so he has held the taxes ransom until I send an entire regiment to his tiny little town. Of 300, by the way, 300 people. And they need a regiment. I could go. No. No, Regina would hate that. Yeah, Look, I have this speech all prepared for tonight's dinner, and you're going to be late, aren't you? You're always late. I'm not going to be late. You're always late. I'm not always late. All right. Just don't be late. I'm not going to be I'm not going to be late. Dress well. Okay. That might make me late. Uh, go. Yes, sir. <laughs> and he starts getting back to his. So uh, you turn the corner and head down to the training area, but you are stopped by a sort of sweaty looking dude. I'm always stopped. <laughs> uh, sort of sweaty looking dude uh, holding a letter and he says, ah, Prince Silas, it's for you. For me. Yes. Okay. And he takes it and waits for the guy to scuttle off. Uh, and he gives a bow and runs back. Cool. And Silas kind of ducks into an empty room and reads it. Okay. Um, it is a blank sheet of paper. 
Give you an investigation check. Okay. Or actually give me an arcana check. Ooh. Ooh. That's one of his inherent abilities, isn't it? No, it's not. But he has the same as if it was right now. Okay, it doesn't tell me what that role is. Arcana should be at the top uh, under animal handling. <laughs> Ten. Ten? Uh, well, you know that this is magically sealed. And you know that there's only one reason a blank piece of paper magically sealed would have come to you. Yeah, I do. Yeah. I know how to unseal it, right? Yeah. Okay. So you do your thing and uh, the words start appearing uh, like grains of sand coming onto the bottom of an hourglass. Uh, And eventually it reads Omindia Bones. Omindia Bones. Give me an insight check. Aha, 18. 18. They're not talking about bones as in what we have inside of our bodies. And I assume not about my uncle. Mm-hmm. Okay. You know who this came from. You know what she's talking about. Right. I am going to fold the letter up, put it in my shirt pocket, probably, and then um, go find Regina. <laughs> okay. Uh, so you find her in her, uh, uh, in her chambers, uh, and she is, uh, with a lady in waiting uh, and the lady in waiting is holding up, uh, two very large, uh, puffy dresses. What the hell are those? What I'm wearing. What? What do you want, Silas? What? I want to talk to you. About what? Is it more important than dresses? Obviously. Anything is more important no. than dresses. Yes, it is. Okay. I will choose in a little bit. Left. I'm sorry. Just choose the left. Shut up. You don't know what you're talking about. I do know what I'm talking about. Thank you. And uh, her lady-in-waiting walks out. Okay. Yes, Silas. My dear, dear older brother. What? Omindia. Okay. What's an Omindia? You know more about it than I do. Um... It's half a continent of absolutely nothing and half a continent of absolute psychopaths. Why are you asking? Isn't there an expedition that's supposed to be going out? Yeah. Yeah. Why? Nothing. Just curious. When is that expedition leaving? Uh, I think out of Seamers Bay in a day. Hmm. Maybe two. Hmm. What? Nothing. Don't go. What else am I going to (sighs) do? Come on. I'm not doing anything else. You said it yourself. You made it very clear that I'm wasting everybody's time by being here. I need a hobby. If I told you not to go a hundred times, would you agree to me? No, obviously not. Okay. Okay. I see. All right. I'm not going to stop you. You're living your own life and I'm living mine. And the king is living his. Right? So. Do what you're going to do. Tell me. Okay? Okay. All right. You don't tell me much, so hopefully this well, will change. I'll tell you uh, as much as I can, and then you... I have to pick out shoes right. for the next hour, of so course. bye. Yeah, okay. Good talk. Mm-hmm. Love you. Love you, too. So you close the door, and what are you going to do? I am going to go um, avoid my mother and also Phineas... And maybe try to gather my shit. Okay. And maybe talk to the dude. No, actually, um, 
the order of the fallen star. Right. Are they based in, are they based close to me? You are the only order <sighs> of the fallen star in the entire Thailand kingdom. Well, fuck me. Yeah. But like, she's not anywhere nearby. Uh, no. You know how to contact her if you're trying to say something simple. Yeah, I'm going to do that. Okay. Uh, so you go to your desk and you take out uh, the special piece of paper that's under a lot of other pieces of paper. Uh, you take out a special quill that sort of uh, shimmers in the light. Uh, you dip it in regular ink. And what are you writing? You can only write about five words. Yeah. Um, expedition to Amindia Bones. Okay. Silas. <laughs> Five. <laughs> right. Sure. Uh, so yeah, you write that down, and um, after about five seconds, uh, it starts like dripping away from the piece of paper, and it is left blank. Cool. Um, I'm gonna write another letter in secret, and um, it's just gonna be a quick one, okay? Because I know I'm gonna be in trouble if I don't send this letter. Sure. And I'm just gonna explain where I'm going when I'm leaving. Have no idea when I'm coming back. Sure. Okay. Um, how are you sending this letter? Extremely stealthily. <laughs> <laughs> like I have right. been for months. Okay. Okay. Uh, not a problem. Um, I am going to need... <laughs> I probably have to deliver at least... I have to... I probably have to take it somewhere. Right. To get it delivered how I need it to be delivered. But I've been doing this for months, so... Okay. Okay. Uh, just roll me a quick deception check. Oh, fuck. Yeah. <laughs> he's not bones. No, he's not. <laughs> he doesn't have anything for this. <laughs> fuck, three. Okay. <laughs> he's not being sneaky. Not but a problem. Not a problem. So, uh, you do what you normally do. You talk to who you normally talk to and the letter is sent. Cool. Cool. Glad that worked out. I'm still avoiding, uh, the rest of my family. Okay. Uh, so you have your stuff gathered together, ready to go. Cool. Do you go? Yep. All right. I told Regina, so it's on her to tell everyone else. You did. Okay. So you walk out of the castle, cloak over your head, trying to be as inconspicuous as possible. Just going for a and normal walk on the town like yeah, I normally do. Like late you normally night. do with most of your things. Um, <laughs> yeah. And you catch the next cart to Seamers Bay, the White Province specifically. And yeah, you're on your way. Cool. watch you drive off but we don't leave the three kingdoms we don't leave the godwin kingdom and we go into a council chamber inside the godwin kingdom's castle inside regina walks in looking a little bit angry And 
And there, sitting at the table with a big shit-eating grin on his face and a cloaked figure behind him, Longgrass looks up at Regina and says, Regina, my stars, I haven't seen you since you were just a little tyke. How are you doing? And he's like, uh, Regina's like, yes, Tavar, it is good to see you too. What is it that you want exactly? He's like, ah, I'm glad that you asked. Well, you see, I'm starting this expedition. Dax, you are standing outside of the Godwin kingdom. You've done this before. You've been here before a hundred times, but this one feels a little different because they summoned you here. Oh, that's never good. Never good. Not for you, Dax. Not for you. So it's the same kind of people that are walking and milling about the castle grounds, but it's not the same faces. You haven't recognized a single person. And mainly that's because there's been a change of power not too long ago. You knew the old king. He was a good man, although he was troubled. Now this new king, well, you kind of know him by reputation, for sure. He's a good king. He's a good guy. But he's young. He's almost as young as you are. And you try to imagine yourself as king. Well, not like that either. No, no, you wouldn't. So you're walking into the castle grounds because they have called you here. Specifically, the king's sister, Regina, has called you here. Now, you've met her before. She was very young and she was very adorable. Running around in a very frilly, very pink dress playing heroes with her twin brother. But this is the first time that you will have seen her as an adult. You've been summoned here by her directly. What are you doing? Um, I guess, um, where, where exactly am I? Am I waiting out, am I outside of the chamber or what? what uh, no, you are looking up uh, at the castle. Uh, uh, sort of. I'm gonna go into the castle. For sure. Uh, so you, Walk closer to the doors, the giant doors of this castle, and the guards look at you. Um, At first, they're a little bit tense, but then they realize who you are. They've heard stories of you, so they relax, and one of them actually salutes. I I will wink at him and give him a half salute back. All right. Uh, So you walk through the big double doors, and the busyness of this castle is no different inside as it is outside. Uh, More people milling about, but this time it's more of a, well, specific kind of milling. There is a lot of people um, bringing food from one place to another. Uh, There's a lot of people bringing maps and uh, documents from one place to another. And you know generally where to go. Okay. Uh, I am going to go in that direction. Everyone seems kind of busy. If I get lost, I get lost. That's true. So you make it up these stairs, and it's sort of on a side uh, side wing of the castle. This is sort of where most of the business dealings that don't need the public eye 
uh, to be aware of. This is where that happens. There's a big table inside that you've sat at before. Um, you've made money from this family a handful of times, and this hopefully will be no different. You open the door, and inside is a woman standing there who has, well, it's Regina, but she looks like a woman, and that's a little weird. Uh, yeah. And she kind of gives you a half smile as this halfling gets, gets up from his chair and says, this guy. Yeah. Yeah. I can, I can work with this guy, Regina. Yes. Oh, he's huge. <laughs> oh, by the stars, this will work. Oh, Regina, you have outdone yourself. And Regina says, thank you, Tavar. Tavar Longgrass, this is Dax Ulrich. Dax Ulrich, Tavar Longgrass. And Tavar comes up to you. He comes up to about mid-thigh, and he reaches his hand up for a handshake. That seems ridiculous, but I will shake his hand. <laughs> you shake his hand, and he says, Oh, the grip on this guy! Yes! Yes, by the stars, this is going to be one hell of a fight! Huh? Look at you. I bet you've killed, haven't you? You've killed, haven't you? <laughs> oh, <laughs> Regina, I gotta say, I gotta say, you outdid yourself. I love long grass. <laughs> He's great. Uh, um, but what am I doing here? Oh, Regina, you didn't tell him. Was this supposed to be a surprise? And he's like, oh, Dax. No, she knows you love surprises. <laughs> Dax, I, um, I didn't mean to surprise you. I just didn't want the information to. Anyway, this is Tavar Longgrass of the Frontier Fortunes Foundation. He is, well, planning on starting a new life and a new settlement in the Omindian continent, and he would like you to be a part of that. And okay. um, Tavar smiles at both of you and says, no, no, you're not selling it right, Regina, come on! No! Okay. Get this. Ulrich, was it? Was it? Ulrich? Ulrich? Ulrich. Right. So, there is a land far to the west, filled to the brim with gold, treasure, adventure, excitement, even women. And trust me, when I say it is there for the taking, except for the women, don't be weird. What I mean is, with you... Me and my amazing friend here, and uh, Aurelia, you are in the room with them, by the way. No, hey, buddy. <laughs> um, and uh, Tavar continues, with you and a handful of other people that I have yet to pick out exactly, but I will find them, we will make so much money. Now, Regina here, she's not paying you, but I'm calling in a favor from what my uncle did to what your uncle did, and she has put me in contact with you. And I think this is the beginning of a beautiful friendship. Aryla, what do you think about him? Look at how big this guy is. So wait, I'm not getting paid for this. Oh. 
not from the Godwin kingdom, but from long grass. And trust me, there is 10 times more gold in my coffers than there is in the Godwin coffers. No offense, Regina, I'm just saying. And she sort of nods. So you don't have the rest of the team put together. You have me and that girl? No, 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 no. Come on now. No, I have the rest of the team put together. I just, well, they're not there yet. Uh, we're leaving in a day, uh, and we hope that, um, you know, when we get there, they'll all be there at the same time, ready and raring to go and uh, explore Omindia. I have a couple of guards who are already in Seamers Bay, sort of uh, recruiting, hopefully, huh? doing their jobs. You keep saying that word. Hopefully. What? Yes. Nothing is for certain, Dax. Mm-hmm. You must know that from including being my involvement in, in this. Well, I assumed that um, Regina also explained that to you. And Regina sort of sheepishly nods and says, well, Dax, I, um, <clears throat> mm-hmm. I will hire you to a certain extent. This is sort of now a, uh, well, it's a two-pronged approach at a problem that I'm having. My wonderful brother has decided that um, Mr. Longgrass's foundation would be a good hobby for him to pick up. I need you to make sure that he doesn't do anything stupid. So you need a babysitter. I don't want to say babysitter, but you if need a babysitter. you want to call yourself that, that's fine. I don't deal with kids. <laughs> He's my age. He knows how to handle himself. I don't deal with kids. (laughs) If you do this for me, I will pay you handsomely when he safely gets this out of his system. Ah, see, that's what I'm talking about. All right. And Longgrass smiles and says, trust me, Mr. Ulrich, what she's paying you will be pennies to the possibilities that you can make with me. I'm going to hold you to that. Please, please do. I hope everybody who joins this holds me to that, to the, as a matter of fact. So we leave tomorrow. Do you have your things together? I don't know uh, what you do. Are you a magic guy? Are you a... No, you're a big guy. You gotta be swords, right? Big old... like a magic guy? No, not really. Okay. <laughs> you let your imagination run wild on that one. I will do that. So, do we have a deal? Sure. Fantastic. My cart is just downstairs... Um, Elryla, if you would be so kind as to show our brand new friend where he can drop his things. drop them right here (laughs) and uh yeah she um (laughs) you two sort of head down to the to the cart and um that's where we leave you now about a day later in seamers bay 
It's busy. It's a beautiful day. Uh, a little bit cold, but that's nothing new for Seamers Bay, as it is a very large uh, fishing village that has grown up out of hundreds of generations of fishermen. And uh, this is no different. There is uh, fishmongers uh, selling their wares on the docks. Uh, it is a loud and busy place. But something cuts through the visual noise of all this, and that is a incredibly flamboyantly colored, huge Garuda standing in the middle of all of this. A little bit overwhelmed, to be honest, with all of the hustle and bustle. It's been, well, it's only been about a week since Muddle has been on their own. They haven't really left, or at least ventured too far away from where they started. But it's starting to hit them that they're alone. And it's the first time ever that they've ever been truly alone. But in this confusion, uh, you are getting a handful of looks, a handful of sneers, whispered statements. People are not being kind to you. What are you doing? What time of day is it? Uh, I would say like 11, 11 in the morning, maybe even 10. Mm. Have I just been like uh, roaming around the streets, I guess? Yeah. You sort of okay. don't have a direction during the day. Uh, at night, okay. you know that you can go into a bar or a tavern or something and start making a little bit of money. Um, but during the day, you either spend what little money you can afford to spend or sort of meander. Okay. I will go to the docks, I guess, and look at the water because it's pretty and shiny. <laughs> and just like sit on a bench and yeah. So uh, you sort of make your way through it's uh, or down to the docks. It's, it's not easy uh, considering that there are a lot of people here. Um, but uh, most people move out of their way, except for the few that don't because instead they step in your way. They do not look happy with you. They look up at you with hate in their eyes spitting at your feet. They do not like what you look like. Um, hello. Uh, do you, do you, do you need something from me? Maybe? I need you to get off my fucking dock, bird. Okay. <laughs> and then I will get off, I will try to leave to go to a different dock. Um, alright, so another, <laughs> uh, another few feet away and there is another mean looking sailor dude again these guys are about five five so they come uh -huh. up to you're like right under your ribs they are uh -huh. short um but stocky dudes wearing little beanies uh and uh -huh. they look mean and like they do they look like me they kind of look like me <laughs> Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, and again, he, it's a, it's a different sailor looking up at you angry. Um, is there a, a place that I could maybe go that is not owned by someone? Maybe? Back home. You should go back home. I cannot do that at this time. Uh, so I will go over here. Can I just like stand? I like, could help you go back home. And he sort of like pushes you. 
Um, that was not very nice. I did not like that. Um, uh, I will go away from you now, I guess. And then I'll like bird hop, I guess. I fucking hop. hate these sailors and I want to fight every single one of them. <laughs> uh, you are starting to realize that around you and surrounding you, are a little bit more angrier and angrier sailors sort of making their way. A handful of them have what look like weapons in their hands. Mm. Um, did I do something to offend? Maybe. I did not mean to. Go I home, really bird. Apologize. <laughs> uh, their jeers and mean things that they're saying get louder and more frequent. Mm. And they're getting closer. Uh, can I fly? <laughs> can I fly away? I would I, need an athletics check. Just because um, of how close they are to you, mm-hmm. that spreading your wings is going to be a challenge. Okay, that's fine. Are they kind of like closing in yes. like a, like bullies on like, the playground? Like bullies on the playground, They're yes. They're snapping their fingers up to get closer. <laughs> uh, 14? Uh, 14. Okay. Uh, you're able to sort of extend your wings, but it's not as, it's not as wide as you need to be able to take off and they are getting closer and closer and it is becoming harder and harder to take off. Okay. I want to cast a spell. Do you now? Yeah. I want to cast a spell. I want to (laughs) cast friends, which I get advantage in all charisma checks. Yeah. Yeah, no. directed to one creature. Oh, that isn't hostile toward you. Fuck, they are hostile. Yeah, Never mind. Hostile. Sorry. Not a problem. Um, okay. However, uh, you do like raise your hand to start casting something, and uh-huh. one of them is gonna notice. But right before uh, you try and cast something, you hear a voice uh, behind the crowd that says, "There you are, God." Where have you been? Uh, excuse me, excuse me. And you see this uh, tall, kind of skinny, but like super ripped guy wearing what looks like a guard uniform. It doesn't quite fit him as well as it should. If mm-hmm. he's really a guard, he's definitely a young man. Uh, but he is almost as tall as you. Um, okay. Yeah, uh, but probably half your weight. Uh, and on his uh, hip is a rapier, and he is carrying a uh, uh, a long uh, a pole arm. Excuse me, a pole arm. He's like, ah. and he comes right up to you and and takes your hand, and he's like, "I told you not to walk away. Please don't walk away again, okay?" I'm so sorry. It's fine. Just come on. <laughs> we gotta go. We're almost. We're almost ready. And okay. Um, <laughs> and uh, he. <laughs> He sort of pulls you through the crowd as the crowd is sort of like befuddled by why this uh, guy who looks like a guard just took away this giant Garuda. Uh, And you guys get a pretty decent uh, distance away um, from the the dockmen, the the dock workers and sailors. And uh, he sort of like looks back behind you, making sure they're not following you. He's like, huh. Oh, those guys were assholes. I would not use that term because that is not very nice. Well, I mean, they were assholes. I think they were not very nice. Okay. Yeah. No, I I get it. Oh, man. Um, I am a Pater. uh, Pater Leaf. Um, What's your name? Uh, So my name is Muddle. It rhymes with puddle. And then rainbow, like the thing that's really colorful after like a really stormy sky. Uh And sock, like the thing that's like on your foot, but not a shoe. Oh, my stars. <laughs> I have to introduce you to my friend. 
Okay. He is going to love you. Come on. And okay. He, he like wraps his arm under yours and starts walking in a in a uh, similar or in a in a singular direction. Okay. Uh, and he is smiling and listening to everything that you have to say. So, where are you from? Why are you here in the docks in Seamers Bay? What the he- what the heck is going on, huh? I am here because I uh live here slash used to live here and um i am uh here and i I got um banished or something uh but i don't really want to talk about it because it's not no it makes me feel not really nice i i understand uh, i understand your your people have been banished from a lot of places i i get it so we are on the same page okay well um you're Garuda, right? So you know how to speak Garuda? Yes. Uh, not very well. My accent is not very good, though. That's that's fine. Uh, where we're going, it doesn't really matter. Bad. Where we're going, it, it won't really matter. It's just really good to have someone who can translate. Um, okay, here. Okay, my friend is right up, up ahead. I want you to say exactly what you did to me, all right? Tell him your name. Cool. Okay. And he uh, walks you a little bit forward and he says, Aman, Aman, look who I found. Tell him your name. Uh, so my name is Muddle. It rhymes with puddle. And then my middle name is Rainbow. Like the thing that uh, comes after a like really stormy sky and like sock as in like the thing on your foot, but not a shoe. And this Aman <laughs> fellow who is uh, a bit shorter uh, than uh, Pater, but he is uh, wide. He's he's a thick dude. He has hands like shovels. Uh-huh. And you see his smile just creasing across uh, one side of his face. And he's like, Pater, you find the funniest people. And he's like, heck yes, I do. <laughs> uh, and uh, you sort of come closer uh, and you can see that they're sort of like standing around this table. It's a shoddy looking wooden table uh, that has a couple of pieces of paper underneath uh, some rocks uh, so they don't blow away and um, a couple of pens. And uh, on there, uh, there's a on the front of the table. There's like a, a really crappy put together um, banner. That says uh, Frontier Fortune Foundation. Uh, Sign-ups welcome. You see um, Amon sort of like sitting back down at the table and Pater uh, sort of like stepping in front of you before you hit the table. And he's like, so what are you doing tomorrow? I do not have a plan for tomorrow. That's good. Do you want to go to Amindia? Uh... I have never been, but sure. That's the thing. Not a lot of people have been to Amindia. And I think you, Longgrass, is going to love you. I can't, okay. can't wait for you two to meet. This is going to be amazing. And, okay. <laughs> and he's like, okay, we just need to do a couple of formality things. Is that okay? Do you know, you know how to write? You know how to read? Uh, yes. Wonderful. So he uh, picks up a rock, uh, slides a piece of paper out, and hands you a pen. And he's like, okay, fill this out, uh, and we will get you, hmm, should he, hmm, maybe, hmm. And he's sort of uh, confused, and Amon uh, perks up, and he says, "Um, muddle, was it? Rhymes with puddle, right? Uh 
Yes. That is adorable. Um, <laughs> what do you do? And he looks you dead in the eye. Uh, I am, uh, I can do magic, but not, I've never really done the fighting thing before, um, but I can maybe do it. Um, uh, yeah. All right. And I'm really good at performing things and making people happy. Like an actor? Uh, sometimes. And Amon, like, <laughs> smiles even brighter and looks over to Pater, who's, like, leaning over the table with a little smirk of his own looking at him. And he's like, this is going to be fun. And Pater's like, this is going to be fun! <laughs> I love these two. <laughs> this whole crew is great. Yeah, that- The next day, um, you actually, Muddle, you (laughs) have been given a guard's (laughs) sort of uh, like the overcloak thing that has the colors on it. Uh Uh-huh. So you're wearing this like, like, oh, actually, no, it's way too small for you. That's it. It's way too small for you. And it's like over your head. They had to like cut the head hole even bigger to accommodate your head. Uh-huh. Uh, and you're standing next to Peter and Amon, uh, just like, you look like part of the guards. Uh, they didn't have a pole arm for you, uh, and they didn't have a sword for you, but they did have uh, a guard's colors cloak for you, so you have one of those. You're standing in front of the table, um, and behind you is a schooner, uh, kind of a smaller ship, um, but uh, it is uh, property of, uh, this is what Pater and Amon has told you since yesterday, um, it is property of uh, Longgrass, and they've told you all about Longgrass, this uh, halfling who has uh, more money than he knows what to do with, and so he's decided to start this uh, foundation th- uh, that will explore Omindia. That's when you see uh, a really well-dressed, well-kept man walking closer to you um, with a bag over his shoulder. Uh, Silas, you see a giant uh, magpie-colored Garuda um, standing with these two humans in their same guard colors. Are the guard colors like? It's a it's a light blue and a white. There's no insignia. Okay, but this is where I'm supposed to go for the expedition, right? Yeah. Okay, I'm a little confused. Um, (laughs) So I kind of slow my walking, and I cannot stop staring at this Garuda. Uh, And Pater actually like kind of like uh, glances over at you, Muddle, and sort of like nudges you, and he's and, and he's like, "Go talk to him. Bring him in." Uh, is there, like, a secret passcode or something? No. This seems like a secret society, so I want to make sure that I uh, do tradition I, By the way, I have not stopped walking toward them. I just, (laughs) I cannot stop looking at at them. It's it's totally not a secret society. We want people to We're wearing secret colors. We have, like, a secret uniform. You made me sign secret papers. That was just a health thing. It has nothing to do. 
Hello, sir. Would you like to join the Frontier Fortunes Foundation? This is the expedition to Omindia? Yes. Yeah. It, nice. Just yes? Yes. Okay, okay, great. And uh, Pater <laughs> sort of like quickly um, turns around to get a piece of paper, but Aman already has one uh, like ready to go and he snatches it and he's like, if you could uh, fill this out and uh, we will get going uh, pretty soon, as soon as uh, Mr. Longgrass is here. Right. Garuda. Yeah. His name is Muddle. Like Puddle. He, I prefer not that pronouns, but yes. <laughs> right. Muddle. Muddle. A mm -hmm. Rhymes with puddle, if you forget. <sighs> huh. I mean, we we would need a Gerudo in Omindia. Do you speak Gerudin? No, I suppose not. Yeah. All right. Is there an admission fee or something? Um, no. Okay. Should there be? I didn't pay money, so oh. I don't think you should either. There usually is, but sure. Huh. Why didn't we ask for money? <laughs> <laughs> and Amon's like, I don't know. <laughs> uh, Silas starts filling out stuff, but he's like kind of lying. Right. Because he's like, I don't know. He's not, He doesn't need to be like, yeah, I'm Silas Godwin. Right. No, I get it. Yeah, no. Like you, you don't need to fill it out 100%. This is basically like for insurance purposes and, yeah. and whatnot. Yeah. You guys are uh, chatting for a little while. Um, it's sort of silence for the most part. Um, but eventually, uh, a very tall Thadian uh, comes your way. He's very tall, very bald, and carrying with him uh, what looks like cleric gear. He has uh, beautiful white robes with uh, gold uh, inlays in them and uh, uh, dark burgundy piping. Uh, along the hems and uh, Popo, you see a giant Garuda, a couple of humans, uh, and a very well dressed human standing in front of uh, what you know to be the port for the Frontier Fortune Foundation. They have not noticed you. I just simply wait my time, sit down, and meditate. Okay, not a problem. Cool. So, Aurelia and Dax, you guys have been in the cart pretty much all day uh, from the White Heart Province. You're making your way uh, right now. You're making your way from Almond's Bay to Seamers Bay, which is a quick jaunt, a few uh, dozen miles uh, to the west. Longgrass has gone over pretty much everything that he wants you guys to know about before you get to Omindia. You've already signed the uh, copies of the paper. Um, that uh, you needed to sign before you uh, went over. Finally, after a very long journey, you guys hit the docks and uh, he opens the door uh, and his driver steps out um, and he steps out and uh, you and you guys follow. And you're on the docks. You see a giant Garuda. You see um, two humans dressed as guards uh, and... Dax, you thought it would be more difficult than this, but uh, Silas is right there. That was easy, great, fantastic. <laughs> no, no disguise, no nothing. He has a hood cloak. on. Yeah, come on, did his best. No disguise, no nothing. He's just right there. Well, listen. In his defense, not many people have probably seen him. That's true. Not a lot. No. Longgrass is uh, sort of uh, walking towards the docks. And smiling, noticing that Pater and Amon 
have recruited yet another guard, it looks like, uh, into their ranks. And he steps directly up to Muddle and he says, Look at you, Dax. I'm not sure if I'm going to need you. Look at this one. He's twice your size. What's your name? Uh, Muddle. M- Muddle? Yeah, it rhymes Like Puddle. puddle. Huh. Yeah. Uh-huh. Well, that is great. Uh, I'm assuming that you speak Garuda? Yes. That uh, I also have a little fantastic. bit of an accent, though. That's but it- fine. I have an accent, if you couldn't tell. So, tell me. Do you want to go to Amindia? Uh, sure. No, no, no. Muddle. Come on now. And he sort of like takes your, uh, takes your hands. He's reaching pretty high to be able to reach them. And he's like, Muddle, look at me. Okay. And, <laughs> and he says, do you want to explore Amindia? Sure. No, Muddle. <laughs> Listen to me, Muddle. I would die for Muddle. <laughs> Come down here. Come down here. And he's, and he's sort of like tugging you down. Do you kneel? Uh, sure. I'll, I'll crouch. Like, you know, like what an adult would do with a child. Right, right. Exactly. And he, and he looks directly at your, at your face and he says, Muddle, do you want to have the best adventure in your life? Sure. <laughs> no, Chief, I think that's That'll the best do. you're going to get. Oh, I love Muddle. That'll do. You know what? I'm, I'm glad that he, that they said something. So, Here's the deal, everyone. We're going to take this little schooner out into the sea. On the sea is the uh, teleport catamaran. And then just a few hours after that, we will be whisked away halfway across the world to Amindia. I hope you guys are ready because your lives are going to change forever. All right. All right. Let's go. And he turns around on his heel and starts walking up the gang or down the gangplank to the schooner. Yay! Silver Tongue Audio